where comedians confess something they want to get off their chest. I used to say that they've never told anyone before and then got a little bit of flack for that because it wasn't true. But, uh, you know, because people are like, well, they told one person. Well, you know what? They're sharing with the world, okay? It's still becoming public knowledge. Um, And I'm very excited for my guest. Um, We used to work together. She produced my short film, I Think She Likes You. She is an extraordinary writer, producer, and podcast host. Bridget Greenberg, what's up? Hi, that's very kind. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Your your podcast called Rough Stuff is all about... um, I guess there's like uh, there's probably a Venn diagram here. Yeah, there's a bit. Who, yeah, who like both. So if you guys like this, if you like the teen, especially the the teen teenage childhood confessions that have made you who you are, uh, you'll like her podcast. It's all about. Well, I'll let you explain it because I feel like you probably have the like nice pitch version, and I'm the rambly version. Yeah, the, uh, yeah. Uh, it's uh, there's definitely probably. Uh, overlap. We have uh, comedians and friends come on uh, and tell us their most embarrassing stories from growing up in childhood. Yeah, and there are a ton. Yeah. Uh, my one that I did got deleted because of uh, yeah. technical difficulties. Yeah, we'll get you back. We'll get so you back. Sad. Yeah. I don't know if the magic will still be there, but uh, one yeah. day. One <laughs> yeah, I mean, there, there's always uh, more more no, when I you know. start thinking about kidding. it. Yeah, I do remember it being very fun because I think I, sh- I actually I feel like I shared a story I haven't shared on this pod, so I won't give it away. So it hold I on to it. Again, it. Yeah, it'll be a secret. <laughs> um, but Bridget, before we get any further, I like to start by asking my guests for a good confession, just because, you know, not all confessions are bad. And especially now we need positive things to think about. Is there something good you'd like to confess? Uh, yeah, I guess. Uh, uh. This one's harder, but uh, to think of. <laughs> something uh, you like, something that makes you smile. Uh, truly anything positive in your life going on right now. Or, yeah. You know, I guess, very broad. Yeah. Uh, I guess we're uh, currently in quarantine, and I feel like I've been doing a pretty good job at keeping a routine, and mm-hmm. I'm pretty proud of myself for that. I haven't totally gone off the deep end and like descended into <laughs> filth, so it's a pat on the back for me. Do you tend to descend into filth is that a tendency no not not at all uh I am actually like I wake up every morning make my bed like need to do (laughs) certain things to keep me going but I feel they were like once this started there were instincts of like I don't have to do anything that I normally do and I think pretty quickly I've like adapted my normal routines of like go work out read uh try to get something productive done uh and try not to drink as much. <laughs> that's, I mean, like, that's all you can ask for. And I was going to say, because yeah, I could see in your, I mean, we are FaceTiming. And yeah. I, I know people listening can't see, but your room looks very neat. There's, like, a mirror behind you. And I can see, like, color-coordinated, <laughs> a very hotel-made-up bed. So uh, yeah. she's yeah, not uh, lying. It's a very neat room. Yeah, I. Uh, that's how my brain works. Uh <laughs> I, I need to do that in the morning or I feel like I failed for the rest of the day. We don't have to read into that, but, uh, <laughs> oh, well we will get into yeah, that. Uh, probably. No. <laughs> um, but that's good. So 
but that sounds like, I mean, I knowing you in a uh, work environment, you're, you are generally organized. So that doesn't sound like it's like a different behavior. Like, do you, are you feeling like you're putting more effort to be organized or you're just kind of continuing how you have been professionally, but now in a personal space? Um, I think it's just been harder. It's been easier for me to not do that. Uh, mm-hmm. especially since like a lot of people around me are just like, you know, taking their falling apart. Or, or, yeah, exactly. And I was like, no, I, I need a, I need to go work out and I need to do this. And it, I, Oh, have, oh I see. Have, uh, like the routine of my day. I've had to work harder at keeping since gotcha it's been thrown off and uh i think i'm i'm hanging on to it by a thread my workout didn't work out yesterday and i almost like <laughs> freaked out but uh i got it back i'm hanging in there i'm doing fine Wait, your workout didn't work out what uh like i i <laughs> so i was working in mid-workout <laughs> i uh just started like shaking and like i don't know if you've oh, ever man. like almost like cried mid pull up but I was like oh no this isn't working and then I pushed past oh it we're gosh. doing great wow Bridget I feel like you have to let some stuff out um hopefully we can do that today <laughs> probably um, probably <laughs> what when's the last time you cried like for real like you let yourself cry I'm not a I'm not a crier I I know I know that <laughs> yeah that's I'm why not. I asked um I don't I like would ooh. you say weeks months like uh I, I think Years? I, <laughs> probably I cry like once a year, I think. What? That's wild. Um, I mean, I've gotten like misty at a movie. Uh, if Okay. If you're in a movie, so totally, you know, fictional scenario mm-hmm. and it moves you and you want to cry. Is your instinct to let it happen or do you hold it back? Oh, I hold it back. A hundred percent. I fight crying very hard. <laughs> Somebody told me that the way to like cry on command. Oh, it was Christine actually. Yeah. yeah. So you know her. Yeah. yeah. Because we did a movie all about crying. Um, but she said, cause she's really good at crying on command. And she, she said, yeah. what, the, the trick is to think not, don't cry. Like try not to cry. So you might be doing yourself a disservice when you try yeah. not to cry. You might be. Yeah. It might be tears. harder. I don't know. Uh, I think. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't like crying. It's very uncomfortable. <laughs> Well, sure. I mean, some people like it. No, I mean, yeah. I don't think you're supposed to like it, but it's supposed to maybe create a release from whatever pain you're feeling. But I think given a choice between not crying at all and not feeling pain or, you know, having pain and then releasing it through. Wait, does this make sense? Okay. I like I say I like crying, but that's because if I'm feeling sad, I prefer to cry than to just feel sad. But if given a choice i would just prefer not to feel sad and not to cry does that make sense that does make sense um yeah i think i don't know and this probably isn't the healthiest way of dealing with things <laughs> but like i i mean we talked about this like i need routine and order uh mm-hmm. so and i feel like crying is just not productive so if i'm like upset about a thing <laughs> i'm like well i'm going to waste what 30 minutes crying or i can just like do a thing that's why Instead. you cry while you're folding your laundry. Yes, um, yeah. It's very productive. Maybe that's um, why I almost <laughs> cried like mid-workout. Mid mid-workout. It's just like... 
Oh my gosh. Well, the reason I asked that too is because I feel like that happens when you hold it in too long. Yes. And um, I feel like that does track based on what you've, you're saying. I mean, look, live your life, whatever <laughs> works. But but if you're accidentally crying in the middle of doing yeah. a task, that, it means your body has held on to it for so long that it's like, can we let this out? Please? Oh, it was, a, it was a thing when I was a kid that like there was like... <laughs> Especially, like, when you're a child and your, like, hormones are insane, mm -hmm. uh, that, like, there would be a week where I would go just, like, into hibernation and, like, my parents would be terrified to go into my room because <laughs> I was just, like, a mess. And then I'd come out and I'd be like, I'm fine. I don't need to do that again for another, uh, like, six months. Oh, my God. You store it up. Uh, yeah, just, wow. just build up. It's not great, but I think that's also, like, I don't know. I grew up playing sports and that's like very mm -hmm. much in the culture is like don't let anyone see you be uncomfortable or break and I think right. that that messed me up never let them see you sweat mm -hmm. is the, the saying well I think you know if you like movies when you're ba allowed back out to the movie theaters maybe you could combine this hibernation and movies scenario by going like one week just watching the saddest movies yeah. you could think of and then just like crying nonstop in the theater but then you're not crying because you're weak not that you would be but like in your mind you're not crying because yeah. of a sad thing you're crying because of the movie so you're Something actually else. enjoying the movie like that's what the yeah. movie director would want you to experience and then you can leave feeling good that you like gave the filmmaker full emotion and you got it out and yeah. you could be like I still don't have to feel real feelings so I think maybe that's that's your homework that's, um, <laughs> <laughs> thank you that's yeah that's the key I've done that before I mean I do cry a lot but I do uh I, I do cry sometimes if I like hold it in too long I'll wake up crying which oh. sounds like what happened when you were working out yeah. yeah like I'll feel fine and I'm not sad about one thing but then I'll in the morning wake up and I'll just have tears streaming down and I won't feel sad. It'll just be like, well, I guess I held on to something. I don't know what, that, yeah, what that was. That was weird. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, speaking of getting things out there, Bridget, is there anything you would like to tell me? Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I, um, I guess breakup seems like a hard word, but I, I, I did, mm accidentally break up with someone on valentine's day <gasps> once <laughs> uh it, how do it, you accidentally break up with someone well uh well what like br again breakup is like a hard is a harsh word for what it was because we weren't like boyfriend and girlfriend we were just dating okay um and I'm getting PTSD flashbacks. Yeah, no, I'm being on the other side of this. No, I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm a hundred percent a villain in <laughs> this story. Um, it's not great. So, uh, how I, old are you? Uh, I was twenty three, twenty four. Okay, was, so this yeah. isn't that. Yeah, it, yeah. It'd be funny if this was like this Valentine's Day, and then yeah. we immediately go into quarantine, and this person's just like oh. broken hearted. Perfect. I mean, that would be perfect. I'd be like, I will. I, that, that would be a better excuse than what actually yeah. happened. But uh, also good to break up if you weren't feeling someone like how many couples are staying together in quarantine just because they didn't get around to breaking up. Can you imagine someone who was like putting off breaking up with their yeah. significant other and then now they're in quarantine? They're like, fuck. I, I keep thinking about that. <laughs> yeah. You got to stick it through because like also it would like it's a it's a lonely time out there. So like, yeah, well, 
I don't know. It's it's nice time to discover yourself and your thoughts and your brain. But yeah, I, I guess yeah. people have ur- urges and needs. Everybody's different. But yeah, uh, just a, I prefer to not be with someone I don't want to be with. That feels oh, more yeah. trapping. That feels more trapping. That's not the word. Why did I say trapping? That, that I yeah. would feel more trapped. Yeah. Then that is true. <laughs> that is a than <laughs> if I was by myself alone pining for someone. That is a yeah. That's that's probably a good point. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Okay, <laughs> I think you're I right about your that. story. So you were young and I, uh, so uh, a little bit of a fuckboy. No, I'm just kidding. You I, were young oh, and I was you were yeah. dating this person. I, I, I was definitely a fuck girl. Uh, <laughs> for, <laughs> Why for, isn't that a phrase? That should be a phrase. <laughs> yeah, I think there's less of us, but uh, <laughs> a fuck girl. I, I, we're out there. A, ska- uh, a skater boy is how with the OIs. Yeah. I, oh, I mean, that was a. Yeah. Uh, Skater Boy was my childhood theme song. Uh, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, t- paint me a picture of who you were at this time. I mean, I feel I, like I can imagine. Yeah, I, also I mean, feel like I you, you have knew not changed that much since I knew you. Yeah, no, you. I mean, you. I knew, knew you, me but the audience time. listening does not know. Yeah, yeah. So um, just so we can. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, well, okay. I will say my first impression of you. Well, one of the first stories I heard from you was that you. Um, like jumped off a cliff into i want to say water yes yeah I wouldn't it be surprised if there was <laughs> like on <water>. a trampoline uh, <laughs> yeah you were just like watch me land yeah. uh and you hurt your back immensely and i think that was the first week i knew you and i started this new job and you were like yeah i just jumped jumped off and hurt my back but it's cool this is what i do i'm bridget <laughs> <laughs> yeah i did fall off a cliff i i was doing a, a lot more of that at the time I don't know I I came into crack like way way too I it was the first thing I did outside of college like I didn't uh-huh. have an apartment I just went to work and I always forget how young you are it's crazy uh-huh. we have known each other for a while okay so yeah. that's who that's that's around this time yeah it was around this Cl- time cliff diving Bridget yeah wild crazy Bridget I <laughs> was at a uh, a friend's Halloween party, and um, I guess this this person, this dude at this party, uh, who was dressed like it's Halloween, you can't see what anyone <laughs> looks like, but he he like he was leaving the party, and then he was like, "Hey," and we had like talked a little bit, and he was like, "Hey, we, I I know like this is a big party, we didn't get a chance to talk, but would you want to go to dinner sometime?" And I was like, "Wow, and gentleman, right?" He. Again, this. Wait, what po- was his costume? I'm dying to know. It was nothing. It was it, there was no costume. He was like, I just no made this costume? up and was like wearing like a blue wig and sunglasses and like clearly had just huh. thrown something together. So there was no like coherence to it. It was like a pretty chill house party with just like friends. So no one cared that okay, much. Okay, so it's just like put on something right. flashy. Exactly. Blasphemous. Uh, I mean, Halloween is sacred. To, yeah. To, to to not even come up with a pun or. Be a Waldo. No, I know. I get it. I, yeah. As I've gotten older, I don't really do it anymore, but I used to do it so hardcore. Yeah. Uh, what yeah, were you? I, think I was... Uh, okay, so it doesn't make sense when I say it out loud. I have to explain it. So I was uh, Ray, like the Star Wars, Wars character, Charles. So I like... Okay. Combined the pun. So I was like in a Ray costume, but I wore like dark sunglasses and like made a piano instead of like mm-hmm. the staff she carries behind and her. no blackface right now no no <laughs> no i was not that i was dumb but not that dumb um 
Uh, I like pun pun costumes are fun. They're very. Yeah. I feel like L in L A entertainment, you kind of want to go a little. Yeah, punny. you got. Yeah, you got to be a little. You want to cosplay, but you don't want to just be like. Yeah. Here's my boobs. You want to be like, here's my boobs, but there's a pun. Right. Yeah. There, there's some cleverness <laughs> behind it. I'm clever. Please pat me on the head. Uh huh. Uh -huh. Um. So anyway. This dude, he asked me out at this party. He was a co-worker of one of my friends. Mm -hmm. I didn't know what he looked like, but I was like, that's... Uh, that's Wait, all he had was a wig and sunglasses and you didn't know what he looked like? It, it was like a long... It was a longish <laughs> wig. It was like a bob. It wasn't a great costume. I had... Mm, but I I, you couldn't see his details. face. It was dark. <laughs> I had been drinking. It, it, okay. Uh, all right. Uh, Carry on. I'll allow it. But I was, like, impressed enough because, you know, in this day and age, like, no one really asked you out like that face-to-face. -face, and he seemed mm -hmm. like a nice enough guy. And I was like, sure, I'll, yeah, why not? I'll, get, I'll give that a shot. I, I have nothing else uh -huh. better to do. Uh, so <laughs> That's always what people want to hear when they <laughs> right. bear their heart and soul is, I have nothing better to do. I, that's exactly what I said to his face. I have nothing <laughs> more going on, so why not? Uh, so I said yes what makes the story worse is like he was maybe the sweetest guy I've I've met. He was very kind. But mm -hmm. we went out to dinner and I just like or met up had like How did you know who he was? You didn't know what he looked like. We were no. <laughs> yeah. Would you uh, were you surprised was was it was he what you were expecting? Well, I had asked my friend like who he was, so I had done some light, you know, internet okay. creeping before. Sure. Um but yeah, we had like a perfectly nice time on this date, but like I just was not attracted to him uh, uh -huh. at all. Uh, <laughs> but we had a perfectly nice time. And I think at the time I was trying to be more mature. I, like I, gotcha. I, it was a time in my life where I like thought like, okay, I'm going to make decided choices to be mm. more of an adult, which is a slippery slope to being an asshole. <laughs> um, and well... Not necessarily, yeah. but wait, wait, can you elaborate? I, I I think I know where you're going with that because I can relate that feeling yeah. of like, oh, this on paper is good for me, so I should just do it. Right. right. Is that what you mean? Like in yeah. terms of dating, right? Like dating someone who f is nice to you that you're like, maybe I'll grow to love them. Exactly. Kind of so like it, it was <laughs> like that. Uh, and then it becomes worse. Um, okay. <laughs> In that, so we had a nice time, but like I was not attracted. But it was like we had a good conversation and a nice date. And I was like, all right, I'll give this guy another shot. And we went on a second date. And I was like, mm -hmm. still not very attracted to this man, but he's very kind. Oh and oh no. And so I kind of let that escalate for a while. And we ended up. Yes, yeah, so Halloween and Valentine's Day. That's. Well, I was thinking about this story. <laughs> Um, it's a while. It was longer than I thought. In my memory, it's not that long. But then I remember like these markers. Like I remember being at a New Year's party then and being like annoyed that he was following me around at the party. Oh my god! Um, Wait, so okay, so New Year's. That's about halfway. Were you guys like? I was. Was it? Was it where you were like still just going on dates, kind of like sporadically, or was it like when New Year's rolled around? Did you guys assume that you were going to be hanging out together? Because that's a big like, if you're not a couple, there's no assumption, right? Because that's a right. big. If you're single, you probably want to be out and about. If you're in a couple, you probably want to be with that person. If you're in between and you haven't talked about it, you could want different things. So, had you guys discuss plans or like? Where were you going into New Year's? Um, 
I the third thing that you said. It was a third thing where like I I was being hor- like I was just pulling back as much as possible and like talking mm-hmm. to him as little, but still responding. It was not fair what I was doing and okay. like, uh, but he was going to be at you this. You were part- also twenty three. That's okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's yeah, kind. But uh, yeah, <laughs> I he was also going to be at this party because uh, that was the party he was invited to. And uh, I was just like, shit, he's going to be there. And now I have to take care of this situation. <laughs> well, gotcha. Okay. Well, at this. So one of those friend friend group situations. Where yeah. You're like it's almost because they're in the group that you've it drags on so long. Right. Because you may end up going to similar functions that you don't consider date. But right. he may in his mind be building up a narrative of like that was the fourth time we hung out and you're like I just went to my friend's thing and you were there like, yeah that's that's probably exactly what it was like I knew he was gonna be there <laughs> and I knew he wanted to hang out but I was like I'm gonna stay at this party for longer than you are so you can leave uh, wow it, it wasn't great but I had, had no- you guys like kissed or anything or anything yeah physical okay yeah we yeah <laughs> we had uh I mean, you don't have to go into details, yeah. but I, I'm just curious because I like in the sense of like what his expectations were of, um, like. But so if you had gone physical, that to me makes sense that he would yeah. feel like a little bit more like, OK, she'll tell me if she doesn't want to see me. But yes. I could see him not making the oh. like him thinking it's romantic is not totally out of nowhere. No, right? it's not at all. I had given him no reason <laughs> to not think that. Um, and I was freaking out because he had also told me that he like had told his friends about me and they were like very oh, excited about us. And I was like, oh, this is bad. And I like knew uh-huh. I was like, I got to end this. But here's like where the adult me trying to be an adult backfired is like, OK, I'm not you're you're big girl, Bridget. You're going to you're going to end this the <laughs> appropriate way. And you're not just going to like send a text. You're going to tell him to his face. Mm-hmm. Uh, and mm-hmm. so I had chickened out multiple Mm -hmm. times like I had gone to hang out with him with the intention of doing that and then just chickened out for like (sighs) months (laughs) so it would just like go and I wouldn't have the heart to say anything and Mm -hmm. then I would just like leave the date and be like well you you screwed this up again bridge uh and then wait so you would did you give him a heads up like we need to talk or you just in your mind were like I should have done that and like psyching yourself up like we're gonna do it yeah that it was that one. Uh, I had not <laughs> given any heads up because I I did not okay, know okay. how to do this. I'm not like great at talking about. Uh, I mean, as as was probably hinted, I'm not great like with my emotions and like showing them <laughs> or telling people about them. So there was no reason for him to expect mm. anything else. Again, I am the total villain in the scenario. But I was like, well, to be fair, it's hard. Like it's, it's, it's hard yeah. to break. Breakups are hard no matter what side you're on. And I don't know that it necessarily gets easier. I think you get better at knowing what you want and getting there sooner. But I don't think breakup, that conversation is always going to be tough, I think, no matter what side you're on. Oh, yeah. Uh, I And I thought I could do it. I was like, you're, you've had tough conversations with people before. You're <laughs> an adult. You have a, a job that's real, uh, which gave me like too much confidence at the time <laughs> to like conduct my life. Uh, did he not have a job? He did have a job. He was, uh, I he was because oh, right, he was a coworker. Yeah. You said of your uh, he was a coworker of my friend. 
Um, but, I like uh, that in your mind, having a job oh, put you above, above him. It, yeah. No, it, it didn't. But he it, had a job too? Oh, no. He had a, no, it didn't put me above him. It made me more of an adult than I was. It like, made me more prepared okay. to handle and take on the world. It gave me like too much confidence. I'm grateful that I had that job. It taught me a lot, but uh, it boosted me up too much at the time. But uh, so I, I kept setting these dates and being like, I'm going to break up with you. And then oh, you set out. the dates. We like combined. <sighs> They'd be like, do you want to hang out? And I'm like, yes. You initiated a breakup date and didn't break up. And that's only going to feed the narrative in his mind that you want to see him. Exactly. Yeah, that is 100% <laughs> what was happening okay. at the time. This is relatable, by the way. Um, so you don't have to feel bad about it. I mean, I'm just clarifying the situation. Yeah. Um, so it's clear for people who haven't been in it. But I think it's very common. I for yeah. sure can relate. Oh, so okay, great. Don't feel I'm bad, <laughs> but okay. I mean, uh, I haven't heard the rest of the story, but I can relate to for sure that feeling of like wanting to be an adult. Yeah, I know what oh, you yeah. mean. Cause, oh yeah, I, yeah, I think yeah, that part is yeah is very common. I I just like did not handle <laughs> any of it well. Uh, and well, we, can I quickly ask what yeah. your history, like, what made you want to be like quote unquote an adult? Like, had you had you had a different pattern or were you just like oh I this is what I've seen in the movies and I gotta do this like I guess what I'm asking is was this like a response to like were you dating people who weren't good for you and now you're like oh nice person I should date this person or was it just kind of based on what you expected the world to be uh I mean it's probably honestly a combination of both uh that like I like was just having a a at the time and like for a while after would just have like a lot of like flings with people Mm -hmm. and like they would just run its course into the ground and then this guy was like very nice and he was like a little bit older than uh the guys I've dated in the past and he like had his I think I since he was so kind and like Mm -hmm. seemed to assume that this was gonna go somewhere I felt like I had to like meet that standard that I Uh wasn't like quite ready to meet Uh because we were on different pages and I like didn't communicate that well at all not even well at all just point blank never communicated that uh (laughs) had he ever asked you like how you felt or it just like it didn't come up it didn't come up which okay that question made me feel better because I was like yeah he should have asked uh because I remember I he told he was like yeah I was talking to my friend John about us and like he was super excited he wants to meet you and I think at the time my face just like dropped (laughs) I think I I just like I don't like people uh I I yeah I think I just yeah I think I like visibly went to another plane like I think I visibly just like left the conversation was like "Uh uh-huh so what are you gonna have and like just started sweating (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, wow. uh, you're like setting the next date to break. It's like, what are you doing next Tuesday? We should go on another date. Yeah, we yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. And then I kept like he kept offering to pay for dates, and I was like, no, we gotta split it. We got it like, hmm. uh, okay. just wait. I, I want to hear the rest of the story, but I will say I am a very firm believer of uh that people do kind of find what they're looking for subconsciously. I mean, this is like a blanket statement. I'm sure there's exceptions, and I'm also not speaking about abusers or manipulative people right. but in general like the, in the gray area where you're like wow that was what what was that like people like on his end too is what I'm saying like because oh, I've yeah. been on that side too where I'm like well he didn't say he didn't want to be with me but it's like 
on an ass and i know like so deep down i think yeah there are signals you gave like those you know not yeah pulling back not wanting to have let him pay, yeah like and could i could have picked up on yeah yeah i think i was really banking on that working out for me <laughs> <laughs> like that just me being able to just like coast through this and him picking up on my just general sense of disinterest but that's kind of a bad expectation of people sometimes people like you more when you do that so yeah have been the case (laughs) yeah and I think just kind of my I don't know I my voice sounds like this it's very monotone I think it's hard to for people to tell how I'm feeling about things just on a normal (laughs) setting I don't like emote a lot so I think it's I I I want to forgive him as much as possible because he was so kind. Uh, From what time, the first time, the first I'm going to break up with you and when you actually did, how much time passed? Um, Like when you actively, it wasn't just like your disinterest, but where you're like, I'm going to have this talk. Like, I'm going to do it. Uh, oh, man. it It's longer than I think it was because <laughs> we're having this conversation. In my head, it was like maybe a month. But now that we're talking about it, it was definitely way, mm. now that I've set a timeline out, it was definitely way longer than that. It's definitely like a couple months. That's so um, funny. But time passes different with early relationships. That's yeah. why everyone's on a different timeline. Because if you hang out, like especially with online dating, people will, you know, be dating multiple people. Right. Maybe you'll see someone over like multiple times, but only once every two weeks. So you still like them. They're still in the mix. But right. So that that could be like over three or four months and you've only had four times. It doesn't feel that long, but, or you could really like someone and hang out with them like every day and a month will feel like a long time. So I yeah. don't, I don't think like your memory is yeah. doing you a disservice, but I'm just curious uh, how long you put it off. Cause it, it, it was, is. it was a while. <laughs> it, it was, okay. it was definitely, I think I, I think, at the time I was saying it was like five dates that I tried that I went on and tried to break (laughs) up with this guy and just couldn't didn't have the heart to do it and then we sent one date and I was like telling my friends about it I'm like I'm gonna do it this time we like have a date on I I was like I'm gonna do it we have a date on Tuesday and then one of my friends goes you realize Tuesday is Valentine's (laughs) Day Oh my god! Well, you didn't know you I made did, a date on Valentine's. I day? had no idea that it was. It just like did not cross my mind. I had no idea that it was Valentine's Day, and then I was like, <laughs> did "I." Did you initiate the plan? Um, I think he was. I think what happened was he said, "Like, <laughs> do you want to do something on Tuesday?" Mm, and I was I like, uh, "Yeah, sure. Tuesday sounds good," and not realizing that mm. Tuesday was Valentine's Day. And, like, that is why he okay. had asked to do something on that day. Uh, uh, well, you know, again, I'm going to call him out. And yeah. People do this. I've done that. But, like, if you're trying to get a date on Valentine's Day and you don't say, do you want to be my Valentine? Like, you. That's fine, a little that's sneaky. Fine, that's, up, that's on you. Yeah. But, like, you got to really be honest with your expectations then because right. if there's a reason you're not saying it because you're afraid or you don't want to come on too strong then you got to be totally comfortable with the fact that they are not viewing it as significant. Yeah, and that's fine. We've all been there. But like, th- I like I like to call that out too, because I think so much of relationships is being honest with yourself. And I've been in that position where I've been like, oh, do you want to hang on this day? Okay, now we have a plan. But then I'm like, it's Valentine's Day. And then I treat it like Valentine's Day. But right. you can't. 
And yeah. it has worked. I will say it has worked to my favor before too, where it's like, yeah, it's fine. And it becomes a date and they're fine with it. But you got to be honest, like it could go the other way. So if you really wanted a date on right. Valentine's Day, you got to be upfront about that. Yeah. as Yeah. No, you're, you're absolutely right. Because like as much as I wasn't being honest with him, he also, I don't think was being realistic about uh, where this was going at all. Mm-hmm. Like I, I had never... To say I never gave mixed signals is wrong, but I never gave like a like <laughs> I'm super into this. You never uh, lied, but you were. I was omitting a lot. You were passive, yeah, yeah, you were passive. Very, at times. very much so. Uh, were you also dating other people? I guess is the big question. I was, uh, okay. but and like that's fine because uh, yeah, it was that's yeah, which that yeah, I I I I don't really feel bad about that part uh no because you guys hadn't had a discussion no and i'm sure he didn't want to know otherwise he would have brought it up yeah yeah i mean also yeah i yeah there's definitely a lot of that but yeah i realized it was valentine's day and i was like oh man i can't go through with this now um (laughs) i i like i can't break up with him to his face on valentine's day (laughs) so the day before i just sent a text and oh my god nah, and saw him at a party like a month later and just like hid in a corner but uh wait you sent a text to break up with him the yeah. day before like yeah you had plans yeah okay. so i guess it, it wasn't what was the text uh, oh, <laughs> i mean I, were you like did you explain anything or were you just like i don't want to hang out anymore um yeah i think it was like i think it was a pretty standard like douche text of like hey uh-huh. I'm, i don't really like i know we've been dating for a couple months but i don't want a relationship right now oh um uh and i just don't think we're on the same page and like the the standard mm. like paragraph of like i'm sure i could have copied and pasted it from other texts that i've gotten in the past Gotcha. Of just like I'm not really interested in in seeing someone for real right now. I know we've been hanging out for months. How did he respond? Um, very kindly, and was like, "I totally understand. Thanks for telling me. Like, it was fun hanging out. Like, I don't want things to be weird if we run into each other again. Hmm. Like, like a total gentleman." Uh-huh. Um, and he was like, "Thank, thanks for telling. Like, totally cool. Like, no one." was mad and i was like i would be pretty frustrated with me if i were you <laughs> but that's mature but um i don't okay i i'm curious what your thoughts are mm. about the breakup text because you did it but you're and you're saying that you're speaking about it as if it's like a transgression but i kind of uh, feel like times have changed and given the situation okay i i don't mean like if you're with someone for like seven years right and you live together live together do it face to face but i feel like breakup texts are not uh rude the way they used to be no i I kind of think it's like kind of nice to be able to write out how you feel but i'm talking about pre uh pre-relationship right i think once you've had a dtr like defining your labels okay talk i think it's rude but i think if you're you know yeah not if you've never had a conversation about being exclusive or where you are and you want to break up with someone and you can't do it in person like you tried yeah i think i think a text is okay i, I do i really do yeah i realized that after a fa- the fact and i think that's where i was like misguided in like what being an adult 
in like an adult relationship <laughs> was is that I, I again like that was not okay. I need to address this face to face. And then mm. I and then I sent the text and I was like, I should have just done that months ago. Like the minute <laughs> I sent it, I was like, Yeah, that's the way I would rather it happen too. I would rather not mm-hmm. have to deal with this in front of a person. And also like, yeah, you get a thought out thing. Uh mm-hmm. And it's kind to them because they can read it in their own time. Right. I mean, to have someone reject... I've been rejected to my face, and I was kind about it, but it still didn't feel it's, good. Yeah, it's, embar- it's... It was embarrassing, but, like, it was... I recognized the embarrassment was internal. Like, it had nothing to do with them. It was just, like, my own thing. But I still felt it, and I yeah. I remember feeling like, you know, I, I, like, I appreciate the face-to-face, but if I had gotten this as a text probably would have just like felt way calmer yeah (laughs) Yeah. no I I uh, like right after I sent that I was like oh man this isn't bad this is very normal (laughs) and how things should work in this world I would a hundred percent in most in like cases like that rather get a text than Mm -hmm. have to deal with it in real time uh Mm -hmm. so like that was maybe I made a lot of like misguided steps throughout the course of whatever this was, but that was maybe the most misguided is the idea that I got in my head that I needed to do this in, in, in person. Well, it's not out of nowhere. I do think we've heard that yes. can be rude. And I do think they used to be, and I think it, the situation differs for everyone. So I, I'm not saying like, like blanket, blanket right. statement that you should always do it but i think there are situations where it's okay yeah and almost more respectful um, yeah this was certainly yeah. one of them <laughs> yeah i mean yeah the t- amount of time that went by is more where it's like huh but that yeah. i also feel like you know probably both of you were in a limbo where he was aware and maybe didn't want to oh yeah question the, it. yeah there was there had to be some denial uh because of my like, but you life. also did enjoy his company, right? You just knew that you didn't want to date him, right? Like he was cool. We worked in the same industry, so like we mm-hmm. watched like movies and stuff, like enjoyed movies and like had very. He was had great conversations. I felt. I think why I also felt that way <laughs> is because like he would take me on very night, like two very mm-hmm. nice. It wasn't just like we got went to the bar and had drinks. Like we went to a Circus Day Soleil show. Wow. As a date. So he was courting you, but he made it clear he wanted to date you then. Yeah, so. he he yeah. definitely did. And I think also it was like one of, I think also why I felt that way is because we met in person and it wasn't like an app. So it's like, I don't have a relationship mm-hmm. with this person that is on the phone. Mm-hmm. All our interactions are mostly face to face. I see. Yeah. It was, uh, I, I feel so bad. And whenever I run into that guy, I'm just like, <laughs> I'm sorry. Have you guys actually talked about it? No. Um, he, I, I saw him once after that at another party and like w- said hello and we had a, a like small talk conversation and then I went into a corner and tried to avoid him um, uh, for the rest of the party. Which he, It sounds like he reacted um, maturely to that. So I am presuming he has moved on and is okay. Yes, I do too. Because my friend still works with him occasionally. He is dating someone else now. I think he made a joke about me to her once, of like (laughs) when like he started dating, uh, 
dating someone else, he told my friend, and they're like, well, don't tell Bridget about that. And, like, we all laughed. Mm. <laughs> we all, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know. Interesting. I, it's fine now. <laughs> I've moved on. I'm, I'm, I'm better because of it. Well, I absolve you of any guilt you have. And I think part of, you know, growing is to be in uncomfortable situations and I would e- not even call this a mistake because I think things like this are so universal yeah but I know in your mind you've have felt like it's like something you wish you could have done differently so I I'm gonna you know I have the power to absolve you from that oh my so god in sharing it I feel like you are released from this the hold it has on you thank part you part of it is just being honest right like sometimes everybody has situations like where they were kind of a fuck boy and we don't want uh, some people embrace it, but for a lot of us, we don't want to feel like that. And so I think part of it is just being honest about like, oh, here's what, here's where I felt like I didn't do the thing I wanted, and then uh, you can't change it, but then you can just be like, now I've acknowledged it, so now I won't do that. As opposed to the denial, where some fuckboys are like, there's nothing wrong with ghosting this person. She never asked me if I she wanted right. me to respond to their text, so then I guess it's fine. And then you're like. Okay, but yeah, no, I I like have think about it, and I'm like I had in the past had been sh- shitty to people I've dated <laughs> before, but they had also been shitty to me, so it felt like it was just like a circle, mm, and I, I didn't see. feel bad about it. That one, I was like, I had no reason to do this to the to like string this person along. It was the first time I felt like uh, <laughs> we're not all guilty parties here. Um, so I felt worse, but thank you for absolving me. Uh, as a young Jewish girl, I always wanted to go to confessional. <laughs> I thought that was cool. <laughs> I thought it was cool that you can just like share things with someone, and then they're like, "You're good." Yeah, you're um, good. You're good. Uh, well, I I actually want to. Uh, I have some insights about your story, mm-hmm. and take it or leave it. It's everybody's different. I'm not a health professional, but based on what I have learned. <laughs> from my own going to therapy okay because I because I feel like uh I have been in that situation and I'm still on my way to you know my higher self I'm sure I'm not there there yet but I feel like I have seen the couple steps beyond that and what I have learned is okay this is a general thing everybody I feel like most people know but you kind of repeat the patterns um of your childhood and your relationships as an adult you've heard this right yeah yeah yeah, yeah, or have you okay like basically like how you are with your parents if your parents were withholding you'll look for relationships where they're withholding even though you'll say I want love like even though you might say like I just want someone who treats me well and respects me you'll keep looking for situations where they are unavailable because it that's what feels right to you in the beginning and then there's a transition where if you're going to therapy and like learning and talking to people which sounds like you are because you've you're able to look back and um be analytical about it then the the in between is what happened with this guy where you're like oh i know i deserve better i deserve to be treated with respect and i don't want to date unavailable shitty people so I will date someone who's kind to me. But you put that out in the world and before you actually find the right match, someone comes along who is nice to you that you don't right. like. I mean, not don't like, but you're not, it's not right for you. Right. Not the yeah, one. Yeah. They're a perfectly fine person. But because you haven't had an actual experience, like I'm not saying this was your childhood, but I'm just saying this is a blanket. Like you're a lot projecting. Of it's all right. 
Yeah. If you, <laughs> well, I don't know what your childhood was like, but yeah. if you hadn't been in a relationship before this guy where you were really attracted to them and they were nice to you, like all those things, you're not necessarily going to know what that feels like. So then all you know is you don't want the other thing. You don't want the shitty guy that you like. So when the nice guy comes along, you're like, oh, as an adult, I should say yes to this. Right. So then you do that. And I think that this is a crucial and almost necessary part of getting to the final thing. Because without that, you wouldn't know what it's ni- like when someone's nice to you. But you have to go through that and then be like, I don't want that. And then you might have another relapse because you're like, no, nah, I'm going to date the shitty people. Until you finally get to this point where you're like, oh, I could put it together. I could put the nice person right. with my feelings together. So my feelings are now important and it's important that they treat me nicely. And yeah, it's not like you'll find them the next day. But like once that's out there the next time you find that it will feel right. Right. Does that make sense? What I said, I guess I'm trying to say like, I think that this is like that feeling of, Oh, I made a mistake or I felt uncomfortable. I think that's like a crucial step to get to the final thing, which is like the person who is kind to you and does all those nice things that you're actually like have the hots for. Right. I think that's true. I think it's, it's, uh, very kind of you to assume that I I thought it out or like talk to someone about it. I have not, uh, been to therapy about this at all but I think I just like I think I was uh like a little I don't know I think I I understood like where I wanted (laughs) to get and wasn't like Mm -hmm. totally ready to get there so I just like well I think you weren't ready you were ready but that he wasn't right for you right I think well in the way that certainly but in the way that I like reacted to this situation of like Mm. I need to break up with this person and do it maturely gotcha I think I just like it was like a very misguided understanding Mm -hmm. of like what I've seen on tv which is Mm -hmm. where I learned everything um I grew up just watching tv and being like (laughs) I understand how that works now and uh like understanding that's uh, what I'm supposed to do, but not relating it to my situation. There's yeah. like a disconnect there of like, well, that's not really what's happening here. Mm-hmm. You can be a little more cash about this. <laughs> uh, well, if you also not having been in the version that you want, right? Like the, and I'm not saying all your relationships are bad. I'm sure they were good and bad yeah. about all of them, but it sounded like at the time you were like, oh, I want to like change a pattern. Right. And, but you having not actually felt what it was like to be in the thing that you were striving for. For sure. Means it's harder to recognize it when you have it. So like, it sounds like this wasn't it. Right. But you were convincing yourself because you've never been in it. Like you're like, maybe this is it and I just don't like it. So maybe I need to like it because I want, I oh. want to be there. You yeah. Know? Oh. But, but then it turns out that wasn't it. Right. And there is, there is a different version out there where, where someone's nice and you like them but until it happens you're gonna you're gonna be drawn to the shitty people c- if you have that tendency and you're gonna feel like this is better but it's not because they're being shitty it's just because that's who you like yeah like there's two elements there's who you like and how nice they are and like the them being shitty has nothing to do with you liking them right for sure i also <laughs> think genuinely genuinely at the time i did not want to be in a relationship at all like i was mm-hmm. very like aware that i was in my early 20s and very aware that like <laughs> i did not want to date anybody right now yeah uh and i felt bad about that instinct because mm. it was it was like 
called out it like had been a running joke in the front uh-huh. room and so I like I started feeling bad about it and I was like all right maybe I maybe I have to change and I I am being a little immature so let me <laughs> see if this works out and it didn't interesting and it didn't I've, I've I've changed my ways since I guess <laughs> how, how how have you felt like you changed um I and that's not a trick question I'm just cur- like because you're saying that I'm just curious like give us context of like did you have you been more like were you able to cut things off early in another situation yeah I think I was just I I became I think that situation like made me very well aware of of what I want and made me well aware that like if you don't want something but you feel like you should have it just doing that for the sake of doing (laughs) it is stupid because you're just going to be like uncomfortable all the time with it um Mm -hmm. I think True. yeah cuz what if yeah. you had gotten married? I mean, how long would it have gone on for? I, I honestly forever. <laughs> <laughs> Truly forever. Uh and Do you watch Love is Blind or have you watched it? I have not watched it. I've been like okay. trying not to, but I'm going to There's a girl. I mean, you don't have to, but there's a girl in it. I guess for anyone who has watched it, I think her name's Jessica, I think. But yeah, she literally, it's like from the very beginning, we're like, she's not going to marry this guy. Sorry, spoiler alert. If you haven't watched it by now, you don't care. I but, know she um, gives her dog wine. That's all. Oh, does she really? Oh, my God. She, well, she, yeah, there are debates of she's an alcoholic, which I do feel like they gave her too much. But she That's seemed not- like very articulate. She was very articulate in the reunion. So I think she's dealt with her demons or yeah. is dealing with them. That's why I don't feel too bad about it. I, it sounds like she's aware. But regarding her emotions, like she would straight up talk <laughs> she was just like so mean to this guy who was like in love with her but then she would talk to him and suddenly like turn on the charm and be like I like him and in the confessional she'd be like yeah he's right for me and then in another one she'd be like I just don't feel it and then she was like walking down the aisle and I'm like no way is this gonna happen that's terrifying it happen. <laughs> that's truly terrifying I yeah uh yeah that's I I kind of realized that and then like having having friends who are uh like really especially in this time but like really uh want to get into a relationship I I've like <laughs> since realized like that pattern is also bad because then you're just gonna mm. like dive into whatever uh you know comes your way and that is most of the time unhealthy but I am dating someone right now. Like I have a. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. So I've and I. Are you guys using titles? He's yeah. He's gonna be if he listens to this is gonna be mad that I said it this way. He is my boyfriend. Um, <laughs> Why? Why would he be mad? Because I have a very hard time using that word. I get very sweaty about it and like stumble gotcha. over it all the time. Um, okay. I see. But it's good but it, you've talked about it we've like talked about like it and yeah I've, okay. I've, I've been i think it's also because i i like you're sweating so much i, I yeah <laughs> i yeah she burst into flames i just immediately yeah evaporated um yeah i think also because uh i like the guy i'm dating uh mm-hmm. more like we I shouldn't say that Important. either. We we yeah. have said I love you to each other, so I shouldn't even say it that way. How long have you guys been dating? <laughs> You're like, we're married. It's we're married. Husband. We've been dating for like eight eight months. <laughs> okay. So it's it's okay. Yeah, it's been a it's been a a bit. Uh 
<laughs> not like an extremely but he's like, for sure gonna listen to this yeah if you're as withholding as you let on he's gonna be looking for oh a hundred i this is gonna be like a very long talk that i'm gonna have to have um but i've like, been I need clues yeah i've been i've been better at having those like i've been better at just been like okay you're gonna be uncomfortable and you're gonna stammer and stutter and like mm-hmm. try to pull back but you need to like push through that and I think I've been a little more brave I guess in that way but you can also listen to your body this is what I say when you're uncomfortable or something you have an instinct one way or the other it's fight or flight right that's why you push people away you're having fight or flight so there's a you think like I want to run but then you're like no I'm gonna stay and fight but you know that's not really a life or death situation there no so not what at you all really should do is leave and be or like listen to what you want in that moment but right. that that's an instinct that's a trigger like when you feel like it's not i'm not talking about like over time where you're like i like this person or i don't i'm talking about like those intense moments like at new year's or whatever where you're like oh get away like it's not like you constantly don't want him around but in that moment you're like i feel like disgusted that's like a trigger yeah that's not truly how you you're not disgusted by him but you're disgusted by what it implies in that moment that yeah uh that a hundred percent that makes sense that makes sense yeah but i i'm saying like i feel like you get better at recognizing when you're being triggered and when you're and what you really feel and then you don't always have to quote unquote push through because sometimes it's a sign it's like an alarm bell that something's off. So sometimes you can be like, oh, I'm feeling like I need to push you away. I could tell you could tell it to him if he's your boyfriend. You'd be like, I feel like I want to push you. It's a trigger. And it's this thing you did. Maybe we could talk through and figure out what that means. Like, what is it that's I, what buttons are being pressed and what's underneath? Right. What's the need driving that? Like, what right. am I not getting? And that I think at the at the time of that story, that was a skill I, I didn't have was like <laughs> sure, addressing sure. it. Like, I, I, I think also like I. I don't know. I I have. <laughs> this is also going to sound bad. I like. I don't know. I I feel like I have the tendency to just get away with things. I've been very lucky <laughs> in my life that I've been able to like just skate by on a lot of stuff. Um, I don't know. Literally on a skateboard. On a skateboard. On um, I don't know. It it. I've been able to just like avoid a lot of stuff that mm-hmm. I didn't want to address, and I think that situation made me realize I I kind of have to like be able to address and like talk to other people about how I'm feeling I'm still not great at it but like it, it made <laughs> me realize that and I I am better at it it's still like pulling teeth but I am willing to do it <laughs> now uh more that's so great I mean I'm so proud of I say I'm so proud like <laughs> I'm your mom I'm not well because that that is what you like that's what I think we all should strive for is that growth, right? You right. feeling uncomfortable and then changing from within because you don't want to be like that. Not because necessarily that you, you hurt him. Like, it sounds like he's okay. And right. He's yeah. It's more from within where you're like, Oh, I want to do this differently. That is like really mature. That's actually the most mature you could be. Cause so many people just do things cause they think it's right and they don't understand why, but it sounds like you've physically felt guilt for for the situation and then instead of doubling down you like changed your behavior and that a lot of people can't do yeah I think it just was like that situation was so clearly like this is a weak spot you have as a as a human Mm. like this is exactly the thing that you are (laughs) bad at doing on display in like full effect 
and you felt bad like and I felt bad about it for a very long time and I was like oh Mm -hmm. that's not great I gotta I gotta figure out a way to get over uh (laughs) that whatever that is I mean it's the same thing we were talking about earlier of like Uh I I don't like express expressing Mm -hmm. uh emotion so I think it's just all that (laughs) Same thing again. Well, I, I feel like this was very articulate. Um, when you and your boyfriend now get into, like, fights or conflicts, or do you have a system for expressing? Or, uh, or what is your approach now when you have something you want to, like, say that's more serious about how you're feeling? Uh, I mean, he... I am very lucky. He is really good and open about that kind of stuff. And, like, mm-hmm. it knows... Uh, like I and you know when whatever like the a stupid like first issue came up like I had been consistently late or something and he got mad and he was like mm-hmm. we need to talk about this because uh, mm-hmm. it's upsetting me <laughs> and I was like oh I'm not and like I was like I gotta be honest it really makes me uncomfortable uh-huh. having a serious conversation like this and he was like well we got to sit through and talk about this and it was like something stupid but it's helped a lot oh, of good. just like uh being being open of like this is a thing I'm uncomfortable with but if you need to talk about it we're gonna sit here until we both feel better about this uh-huh and like and do you feel better afterwards or do you feel like you're being reprimanded um <laughs> that was a recent issue uh, <laughs> that's that's a well, recent because thought. I think it comes from the avoidance can come from past I mean a therapist will say trauma. I think that's a very heavy word. It's not always that. It could just be past experiences where you did feel like you got in trouble for things. And so you try to avoid it. But in this case, it sounds like he's exercising boundaries. He's not trying to get you in trouble. He just he doesn't want you to feel bad. He just wants right. you to know how he feels and you care about him. So you don't want him to feel bad. Exactly. And that's like that is a thing that like I, I still struggle with. I hate being yelled at. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, uh, so, yeah, I think it was a two-way street where, like, he wanted to talk about everything. I wasn't always comfortable with that, and he would get very emotional, and I wouldn't. So it became, like, mm-hmm. a two-way street of, like, here's how we're going to, we're going to, like, mm-hmm. have this conversation. We're going to choose our words carefully uh-huh. and, like, actually, like, talk about, you know, not, like, the stupid issue of, like, I'm late all the time, but, like, Hey, you're not talking to me about like you running behind or like you're not telling mm-hmm. me thing or like trying to get down to what the actual like issue is mm-hmm. and and it letting me talk like a robot about it like <laughs> I this is how we fix this. This is what I yeah. will do in the future. Uh and understanding like that pattern with each other of like how we want to address that situation. Wait, you As- literally talk like a robot? Uh, I mean, is that what you're saying? Or I, did I misunderstand that? Like, is that like, your coping talk, where you're like, like a I have and not like, and this is my, talk I like love a, you. And I, <laughs> I mean, that's a little bit how my voice sounds, uh, normally, but so, so you were metaphoric. Okay. I wasn't sure. Look, we well, not metaphor, of, but um, also in the way that like, I am very analytical. Gotcha. And okay. so I will I, be I like, I feel this way, but I'll be like, I understand this. This is what I can do mm. about it. Uh, and this is what I don't like about the situation. This is how I think it's very pragmatic, I think is probably the better word. Well, that's very good. I mean, I feel like that's better than being 
super emotional. There's nothing wrong with being emotional. Emotions no. are beautiful and they're a, they're they help us learn about ourselves. But when you're communicating, I think it's yeah. good to le- leave emotions at the door. You can let someone know about your emotions, but the best time to have discussions is not in the middle of a cry. Right. It's like after you cry, you'd be like, "Here's why I'm crying." Um, but I, I the reason I asked the robot thing too is because we've had a couple um uh you know with comedians we're, we all have problems communicating yeah oh for sure so, yeah we've had a couple people um share like their way of communicating with their partners and they have tricks like that like uh emma woman talked about how she'll do like they'll have a business meeting <laughs> is what they call it with her yeah. and her girlfriend she'll be like can can we have a business meeting and that's how she needs to be approached to like get ready for a serious talk and hannah boone who I lost this. It's the only episode I've ever lost because of tech issues. It so happens. Yeah. The people will not hear it, but I'll share this nugget from our conversation. She, um, she will get like really jealous and over like, uh, what's it called? She, well, she, um, has a uh, borderline personality disorder right. and it's, she talks about it openly, but she, part of that is she'll get really jealous and make up stuff in the moment sometimes mm-hmm. and then come back around. And she says with her boyfriend, they, um, will have like a regular I think it's like every Friday they have like a set time where it's just like where she talks about how she feels and he holds her and I'm like that's so cute oh so whatever it is like sometimes you have to be like I need this thing and it's gonna be weird like but you have to do it this way and this is the only way I can express my feelings and outside of that we'll just forget they exist or whatever and I think it's it works I think yeah couple is different I think definitely finding that is is big and I was lucky i mean like i was making fun of my like fake adult having a job way a a real job way too young but i i was like super lucky to have that like cracked in that community because there are a lot of people um you were certainly one of them when you were like my boss where you would and there are a lot of people who like i would try to do that and like skate around something and be like Mm -hmm. i'll fix it and like just skate around something and like or give like a a bullshit answer to a question that someone asked me (laughs) and no one there like a lot of you guys there would not let me get away with that like you were certainly (laughs) one of them like uh our our friend adam ganser wouldn't just be like how are Uh you uh he's he's great at that of like how are you i'm good no how are you and like not (laughs) letting you like making you talk about a thing um so i think i was like aware of that at the time Oh no! Now I'm like, did, I feel like I'm like, did I yell no, at Bridget? It no, you, like, you, oh, no. no, you didn't. I'm definitely you, someone you... who calls out things, but I've never take like I'm not very in a work setting. I'm not very person about things. I tend to just be like, oh, especially with producing. If you're on set, something's oh, this didn't get done. I'll it, I just like all right, let's fix it. But I also recognize one time I did make an intern um, cry at my first job. Um, <laughs> no, I you... was just a receptionist. I made her cry because she lost a unlimited metro card and i oh. didn't make like i didn't make her cry she didn't she walked in and didn't want to tell me and i basically was like trying to be like what's going on and then she started crying when she told me and i was like then i felt bad but then i was like annoyed and this is because i was also like 21 or whatever right. i was annoyed because she was putting all this emotion on me i didn't know how to handle it when in my head i was projecting like i wouldn't have done it this way like i would have just like mentioned it like of course we're not going to make her pay for it but like in my head I was like I would have offered to pay and did that but I'm like that's my shit like yeah no she's y- upset it's fine yeah no I, I do want you never made me no one ever made me feel bad but I I like you get I think it was I mean obviously it was my first real job outside of like mm-hmm. 
working at a frozen <laughs> yogurt store uh, uh-huh, that uh-huh. Uh, that like I I need there were things obviously I would we were all learning we all made mistakes <laughs> and if like I, I was kind of joking you don't have to uh, it's fine no 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 <laughs> no no but like yeah I no one would let me just get I away with like the cry. immature like I'll fix it no you never made me cry uh-huh, gotcha. uh uh <laughs> It never made me feel bad, but, like, any time I would try to get away with, like, that bullshit of, like, I didn't do that right and I need to fix it. I'll do it later. Someone would come to me uh-huh. and be like, so what happened? And, like, I, I'd yeah, be yeah, like, yeah. I'd I be know. like, I'm on top of it. And they're like, no, but what happened? And I'd be like, but but I said uh-huh. I'd do it. <laughs> and, like, just wanted to, like, get rid of it. But, like, everyone made me, it made me better. It made me a better person and, like, a better Aww, producer. Nice. So I'm very grateful that I had that. In the situation I described <laughs> earlier, it didn't work that way mm-hmm. uh, because I chickened out. But uh, no, I it I think it made me more of a mature person and like made me realize that I do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think about it a lot now. <laughs> so well, thank you. <laughs> oh well, that's really nice to hear. I'm I'm glad I'm glad I helped uh, my neur- neuroticism. Yeah, in some way. <laughs> Yeah. yeah I guess yeah it is tough because I've been in situations where I'm I'm that way where I'm very upfront especially usually in work situations personal yeah. stuff I can let things slide because everyone uh you know friend with friends if someone's a little shitty I'm like they're having a bad day or whatever but yeah in work situations I will always be like oh what happened because in my head I'm like oh whatever I can do to fix it or help but I get that instinct of wanting it to go away like oh like that's a the being late like I used to have chronic lateness i yeah. sometimes still do but yeah. now i'll tell people i tr- well i'm not 100 percent on this yet but no it's it comes from not wanting it to be real i'm like oh, if i say i'm running late then i'm gonna have to live in being late for right. the next 20 minutes but until it turns the clock turns the time i'm supposed right to be there, yeah like, that's 100 maybe a miracle will happen and i'll yeah. uh, t- teleport and I'll yeah maybe my car <laughs> will there. start flying i don't know what's gonna happen in 20 minutes from now yeah, so I relate to that. Um, yeah. Well, thank you for sharing that. I yeah. thought like that was a uh, very honest um, confession, and it sounds like you're in a cool, d- cool place now. Yeah. So I I look forward to hearing more, you know, <laughs> about uh, where that goes. Um, I have a quick game if you'd like to play. Hell yeah, love games. Okay, this is a classic. It's been um, on this podcast a few times. It's called "What Are Slash They Confessing." Um, I pull confessions from the Reddit, subreddit, um, off my chest and confessions. I've combined it now. There's a couple okay. confession subreddits. Ooh. And uh, I'll read it to you with a, a blank. And I used to do multiple choice, but I think with comedians and funny people, it's fun to just let you fill it in. So oh just tell All me right. what you think it is, okay. and then I'll tell you the answer. If you guys are playing at home, you can, I don't know, yell out loud at yourself <laughs> as well. Okay, here's the first one. My wife and I conceived our daughter to the blank theme song ducktales that's a good guess uh very close i'm gonna give you half a point the answer is spongebob squarepants uh you know that (laughs) song that and this is user taco banana blend um i'm not gonna read word for word these confessions because some of them are long but i'm gonna paraphrase this person said that they, in their defense, a YouTube playlist was playing. And then that came on just as he was about to finish. And then when they found out that was the conception time, they're like, we cannot tell anybody. And that's <laughs> put it on Reddit. Uh, incredible. Uh, 
that's such a distracting song to have on a playlist. <laughs> and he said it was uh, the part that goes, are you ready, kids? <laughs> that's perfect. So, you know, yeah, if I anybody went, <laughs> needs I, to conceive and is having trouble, try putting that on. Yeah, I went DuckTales because that's kind of a jam. That song like goes Duck on. Yeah, that makes sense. The SpongeBob theme is kind of jarring. <laughs> Truly, uh, yeah, I don't know how I'd feel about. I might just go back in the womb. Yeah. I found that out. Um, okay, here's the next one. Um, okay, there's two. Okay, so there's a couple blanks. The first two are together. So we mm-hmm. swapped our blank blank at blank. So there's three blanks, but the first two are kind of like one thing, if that makes sense. Uh, we swapped our... So it's two things. I, I'm going to fill in... We swapped our blank blank. It's two words. And then at blank is another word. Well, the last blank, it just has to be Burning Man. That's it, it's. I feel like that's where Reddit is where people go to like confess the thing they did at Burning Man that no one saw. Um, mm-hmm. swapped our blank blanks. Um, I I have no idea what this could be other. Uh, so I'm gonna go ahead and say uh the uh the uh pink slips to your car. <laughs> Very specific guess. I like the commitment. The answer is we swapped our twin brothers at birth. This was submitted. Oh my by- god. G knock at your door. Yeah. Okay. I am going to read this one because it's really wild. Um, Okay. So when I was 11, my mom gave birth to my little brothers, identical twin boys. My sister and I, also identical twins, decided it would be funny to swap them. They had bands on their wrists identifying them, but we were able to ease them off and swap them. We then placed them in each other's cribs. We did it because we thought our parents would realize straight away and laugh since they were able to tell us apart even when we swapped clothes. However, they didn't. A while later, possibly a few weeks to a month, we decided to swap them back because we gradually became scared they'd find out and we'd get into trouble. Holy we shit. We swapped their ba- <laughs> baby grows. Oh, clothes. I think clothes that had their names on. That was a typo. But th- by that time, my mom had gotten used to their faces and individuality and asked what we were playing at swapping their clothes. We never told her they were actually trying to reverse an original and successful trick because we knew she wouldn't believe us or be furious. So we are the only family members who know that they're swapped and that the eldest is actually the youngest. Only one of our best friends knows the truth. They are 16 in December. We plan to tell them one day because they have a right to know, but neither of us have the balls at this moment. Holy, that's so dark. (laughs) That's a great bit, but like that's too far, but amazing. I don't know how to feel about that. I, yeah, I think that's a case where you just tell the truth. Like, it's never too late for the truth because the thing is, the longer you wait, the shittier it will become. Yeah. And, like, yeah, it's already shitty. But the thing about not telling the truth is it doesn't change the truth. That's the thing right. I always tell people when they are afraid to tell the truth. It's like, not telling it doesn't change it. So the truth is shitty. You're, you're not, it's going to be shitty no matter what because the truth itself is shitty. So just get it over with. Yeah, I'm them. also trying to, like, what? someone's but reaction does it really to affect them right i, I was like because yeah because that's, that's, name. that's like, what i'm thinking what it's just like yeah you still lived your life as that whoever you are that's well, very strange a person who they are i mean i guess their life experiences so they they just have so if those in day one you were switched that is switched <laughs> in the same family how much really changes what if, yeah exactly what if they decide not to switch back can they? It's literally just a name, right? At that point. And then birth order, but it, that's like 
whatever and certificate like Like, i wonder what like does that they're 16 what happens on their taxes they're identical their dna is the same their dna is the same but like their social security number is not but i think at that point you just keep the name and just say well i guess like because what you didn't you had one day as another name you're way more i guess but uh, like when you when you file like like real uh, documents like, wouldn't that I don't know. This is really philosophical because yeah. it really, I, I feel the same way. I feel like some boundaries are violated, but when I really think about it, I'm like, what changes? The, yeah. So arbitrary a name. Um, but yeah, I know what you mean. It feels like their identity was stolen, but then you think about it, they're like, they had a name for one day and then they switch. Now this is their name. That's it. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's going to be weird. like, because yeah, if I they decide to switch back, then that's going to be confusing for a while. You got to relearn yeah. a new name. I don't know, like me and my sister, obviously twins, we don't know if we're identical, but we have obviously different names, but they hadn't chosen. I mean, I'm saying that this sounds dumb, but <laughs> that, I'm, I'm that's just, there's, a, there's a reason to the story. My parents didn't choose one for like this baby and one for this baby. They just chose two names. Right. That is true. So I'm there could have been like there was a 50% chance I could have been named my sister's name is just whatever was assigned at birth that ended up being my name so I guess yeah. what I'm saying is like maybe I feel like it is a funny thing that happened and they should tell but I don't think anything in no. the identity changed no but I do need to see that viral yeah. video of what that reaction is whenever they tell it's funny yeah they should make a doc okay yeah. um there's two more well let, okay we'll do one more because we're running a yeah. little over um okay the, these are both okay i'm not gonna give away what they're about okay which one so you pick p- pick a or b and then i'll they're both kind of silly okay and then and then I'll. so which one do you want just give me an a or b and then i'll read one of these uh b okay when i'm angry at my wife i send her pictures of blank blank this is submitted by user harry wells blank blank mm-hmm Okay. I f- words. Yeah, I feel like those things have to mesh together. They have to be so. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't like dick and balls is too obvious. Mm-hmm. Um, so I again am gonna swing for the fences and just like go hollow notes. <laughs> that would cheer me great up. Great guess. Great guess. Um, the answer is cat buttholes. Um, uh. When I'm angry at my wife, I send her pictures of cat buttholes. Mostly comics. I save actual buttholes for when I'm really mad. <laughs> that is uh, <laughs> so mean. I mean, I live yeah. with a cat and he shows me his butthole <laughs> all the time. And it's gross. They do do that. They do that. They love showing <laughs> that thing off. No one wants to see it. It's a good bit, though. Yeah. It's. This feels like a self-aware confession in that I could see it being like a nice diffuse diffusion. Yes. I, could, I could see it as someone being angry and being like, I don't want to be mad. I want to do a thing. I don't want to say something mean. I will do this. We'll both laugh about it later. And I feel like it's like not hurtful. But in the moment, I, you know, this is a right. surrogate for me being mad. Like, yeah, it's almost like a code where you're like, I'm fucking pissed, but I don't really want to yell at you. Right. So. That that only works in like very certain situations. Otherwise, it'd be like, well, goddamn, like just address it. I get it's funny. It will be funny later, but it's not working right now. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, all right. Don't, no. set, don't set cat buttholes, all right? Be, yeah. a, be a mature adult. Yes. Bridget, um, you won the game. Where can Your prizes, you could tell people <laughs> where to follow you, find you, promote something, do your plugs. Uh, thank you. Uh, what a great prize. Uh, you <laughs> can listen to my podcast, uh, podcasts, plural, uh, um, <laughs> both uh, Rough Stuff, which I talked about earlier in this podcast, on Small Beans and also on uh, the Small Beans Network. Uh, you can listen to The Cast and the Curious, which is another podcast I co-host where we talk about the Fast and the Furious movies, mm-hmm. um, which is a ton of fun. Both of those on the Small Beans Network. They have a Patreon. You can find them on YouTube and iTunes and all that. Um, yeah, and then... Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Bridget Tweets, uh, and I post a lot of the stuff I do on there and on my website. You can see uh, some of the short films I've made, including Teresa's. Produced. Yeah, I shouldn't I say made. That takes too much credit. Made. Oh, you did. You made it. Um, yeah, thanks so much for coming on the show. You yeah. can follow this podcast at Tell Me Anything Pod and follow me at Larissa T on Twitter and Instagram. Goodbye. <laughs>